Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Danny B. From all of us in the writing community, we just think you're amazing because you put your heart and soul into everything you talk about on this amazing show. The podcast has over 50,000 listeners every month. I love coming on your show and I love talking about it. Oh my God, I finally get to speak about it. Talk about all the things that I've been with by myself for so long. I mean, you provide that opportunity to so many of us and, you know, always are an amazing host. We chat about books, the writing process, and how literature has the power to change the world. But most of all, we have real conversations and we have a laugh. I'm feeling sick. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being here and sharing the journey. Welcome to the Words and Nerds podcast. I'm Danny V, and we're coming to you live from Family Day inside Russ, the story bus, which is now transformed into Russ, the podcast bus. Of course, at the Sydney Writers Festival. And I'm super excited to chat to Jane Godwin, highly acclaimed author of over 30 books for children. It's probably more now. She's been shortlisted in the CBC Book of the Year Awards, the Prime Minister's Literary Awards, Yabba, and Speech Pathology Awards, and the Arbias. Your latest book is Let's Build a Boat. Welcome, Jane. Hi, Danny. Thanks. <laughs> and we also have Serena Geddes, international author and illustrator, previously a Disney artist, which I was impressed to find out my children will be too. Um, illustrated over 70 titles. Is that right? Oh, my goodness. And is about to step into graphic novels. Some of her work includes the Lulu Bell series, We Are Matildas, and your most recent comic series, Miles From Home. Welcome, Serena. Thank you. Really impressive people I have here with me right now. <laughs> Now, we are in Rastabas, of course, and we're looking out into this amazing uh, festival. We're full of kids and families and love of books and literature. Tell me, Serena, what do you love about Sydney Writers Festival? Oh, I love just the, the, the vibe. The kids are so excited. We've got random people coming up and distracting Adrian, us. Adrian, Becky is random. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adrian of all people. <laughs> I love, actually, do you know what? It's just really nice to get all the families together and for the kids to just see what we do and get to meet us because they only know us from behind a book and so it's nice to put faces to names and and, and I also love being the author and illustrators. We work so, so by ourselves so it's nice to see you. I love that too. What about you, Jan? What do you love about Sydney Writers Festival? Yeah, well, similar to you, Serena. Just say what I, she um, said. Yeah, I, 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 do, I love the vibe and, um, yeah, getting together and meeting other writers and illustrators and actually at the opening night the um you know the sponsor of uh main sponsor of sydney writers is a company called ara which is actually a power company but um that he might be here today the at the opening night the um head of that company spoke and he was just so genuine and he said that part of the reason that they support the Sydney Writers Festival is he's been coming with his granddaughter to Family oh, Day every oh, year wow. and he even had a photo up you know in front of the, everyone and at opening night of his <laughs> granddaughter like jumping for joy at Family Day and yeah. so it's a very personal thing and just about you know connection with books and community and yeah. I think that that is the sort of feel you get when it you're is. here. And it's really special there's a lot going on out there we've got you know the, the grandstand with people doing performances and we have story time and just authors and illustrators everywhere so it's such a great experience for kids mm. like you said Serena mm. to see what goes on behind the book as, yeah um, you know, and putting faces, well. yeah. faces to yeah. we're real people and yeah. the process <laughs> too it's a bit of lots yeah. of you know this is how we draw and illustrate so it's mm-hmm. been really really cool now, creating for kids, I think, is really special. You're getting kids, hopefully, to love reading, maybe from the books that you, know, you create. So, Serena, what do you love about creating for children? Well, um, I was quite a reluctant reader. Um, I didn't enjoy reading the books that I 
just kept growing and growing up. But I used to sneak into my brother's room and steal his comic collection. Oh. So I, and it's interesting because at the time I really wore a bit of a heavy hat that I wasn't a very good reader. But I learn now as, a, as an artist that I was a visual storyteller. Mm. So I read through the visual images. And what's been so amazing is now I can get to encourage reluctant readers to read through visual imagery. And um, and now I'm about to do a graphic novel, which I've never done before. Mm. And I would never imagine that reading all those comics all those years ago as a little little plot would be something that I would be doing now. So that's pretty amazing. And it's that thing of like, you know, everything's possible if you follow what you really love doing. I love that. Everything is legitimate reading. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you were thinking that comics, you know, may not have been, but of course, like graphic novels, picture books, anything that gets kids interested in, in visual literacy or reading is important. Mm. Is it, yeah. and, and graphic novels at the yeah. moment are, have real, are really enjoying, finally in Australia, Absolutely. their time in the sun. Because for ages they weren't really seen as a legitimate mm. form of publishing or reading, but yeah. they really are now. And like when you think about it, so much of our world is is language plus image you know like it's um so and even more so you know as technology keeps you know coming towards us and kids you know love games and things i think the visual literacy with reading i think it's more important than ever now what about you jane what do you love about creating for kids uh well it's almost it's a weird thing isn't it you know sometimes people say to me you know would you ever write a book for adults and to me that just seems like the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> I, I enjoy reading books for adults yeah. like I, I re- read very widely but it just isn't in my nature it's just not I think I'm quite an instinctive writer and to me the voice that comes to me when I'm writing is, is the voice of a young person and I think it's that strange thing where you might be the same both of you being children's book people you don't feel that different than when you were a child. Mm. Like, you know, to the kids, I look like, you know, a, an old person, but <laughs> I don't feel very different from when I was their age. Like, I think I have quite a strong emotional connection to who I was as a child yeah. and to some extent who it's I like still am. It's like the mirror's am. lying. I'm still such a child. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we, get, we get permission to still be connected <laughs> yeah. with our inner child, yeah. don't we? Yeah, and also I love that. I really love that connection. It's like magic, you know, with kids. If you, like after the um, one of the sessions in the town hall, I got this beautiful message on Instagram from, from a girl who was there and she just said how much she loved my books and she felt like they really spoke to her and it is like magic isn't it like you're making this connection to an individual who you don't know at all just through words or yeah. through images and yeah. it's um I think it's a really powerful thing yes, so that's that's one of the things I really love about it and yeah. days like today where mm. you do meet Very special. The, the sweet and funny children. <laughs> and what is it if there's one thing you want kids to take away from your books what would that be? Okay, well, my book's for older kids. Um, sometimes kids ask me this, you know, like, what, what is the theme or whatever? And I think my book's for older kids in all sorts of different ways. I'm just sort of saying life is complicated mm-hmm. and people are complicated. Mm-hmm. So, and that's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also don't, don't judge people. You know, everyone has a story yeah. and, and even people who you might assume are one way, they may not be necessarily. Mm-hmm. So... I think it's about sort of understanding nuance in the world. Yeah. And, and my books for younger kids, well, I just seem to always write about things getting lost. Did you get lost as a little child? <laughs> but maybe I felt a bit lost, Serena. I don't know. But I've got a rule now, do not write another story about something or someone being lost. <laughs> but I think I try and write stories that are reassuring because when they lose something, that it usually, or actually until then I find it again, but... Um, when they lose something, usually it turns out okay. Mm-hmm. But isn't that part of the adventure? Yeah, 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 it is. Just going to find what it is. And I suppose also childhood, like, you know, people have a 
view of childhood where, oh, you know, it's really easy and kids are really resilient and all that's true. But I think a lot of childhood is about loss because yeah. you're right, you're growing up and you're leaving things behind. And um, so, yes, I seem to focus on loss quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. But what I loved what you said there is about everyone has a story and I feel like as I get older it's just you're accepting people just to come as you are whoever that person is and we'll just you know connect in the ways that we can because I think we often don't allow people to just come as they are yeah so true Yanni. or we judge them you know yeah. in a way that and it's easy to judge people isn't mm. it I mean we all do it a bit but, but it's harder um, to get people's stories and understand them and yeah, interesting. I love that. What about you, Serena? What do you want kids to take away from your stories? Um, I had an answer when you were asked the question and now it's gone. We spoke for too long. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like, remember what you did there. Um, I think for me it's like just everything is possible. I mean, you can dream it, you can do it. Um, I mean, the, the recent book, We Are Matildas, is about Jazzy following her dream. And I think as going back to childhood as well, like, there's a lot of um, things that are even drawing, like I wasn't really encouraged to draw and yet that was what spoke to my soul. And yeah. um, it's so beautiful to see adults nowadays really encouraging their kids mm. when they've got a talent yeah. or a gift or something that they love. And I think, yeah, I just, I feel like um, the stories, I hope it, a lot of the stories show about friendship and also just like, if there's something that speaks to you and you love something, like just pursue it, pursue it, and have fun with it, explore it. And I mean, I avoided doing illustration and children's books or anything in that industry for such a long time, doing office jobs. But I was meant to be here, and it happened organically in my late forty, thirties. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like it'll find you. Yeah, it? it'll yeah. find you eventually. So whether you avoid it or not, it's going to come up. Now that's yeah. terrifying, Serena, because you've illustrated seventy books. So if you'd started earlier, we'd be saying, oh, Serena's done a thousand books. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I know. She's well, illustrated look, every book. <laughs> I have to say, you don't always like all the books. Oh, um, we won't delve into that today, but another time, Serena, another time. <laughs> Jane, with 30 books plus under your belt, what have you learned about writing or yourself? Well, about writing, it's funny, isn't it? You finish your book. And yeah, kids sometimes say to me, oh, but you must know how to write books now. You know, you've written so many books. And you finish, you finish one book and I'm like, well, now I know how to write that book, but I can't go back and start that again. And I feel like each book tells you learn something about how to write that book you're writing. Okay, but um, it, And it's never the case that I think sometimes people think too that when you finish a book, you must think, right, it's done, it's perfect, off to the publisher sort of thing. But I've never felt that. Like, it's just like, I cannot do this anymore. Like, I, I have run out of energy for this book, and so it has to go to someone else, and it has to be moved on. It's not like I think Isn't it's finished. Isn't it say art is just finished when the artist is finished? Exactly, Danny. Painting yeah, or writing Or it? dealing with it in some way, yeah. So um, I have learned that it's an endless, every book is a new challenge, and um, I suppose I've learned a few little things about, you know, technique, but... I still find when I'm starting out to write every book, I don't. I feel like a novice. I don't feel like I know really what I'm doing necessarily. Comforting. Also terrifying. And <laughs> I think that even you know prolific writers like yourself still struggle with terrifying when you're a very new author. And think, oh no, yeah. <laughs> I'm never am, am I going to feel like this always? Well, you are. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, maybe you're not. But, um, no, no, I'm pretty sure I will. <laughs> and also, I think about myself. I've learned um, that 
And this is something actually that festival will show you as well. You know, you might see, like we've just seen Christy, um, Christy Byrne do her fabulous presentation, and it's full literally of bells and whistles and explosions and marshmallows and it's fantastic. And I think, oh, I'm just this, you know, middle-aged white woman, or she's, she's also a white woman, but, you know, like mine, I don't have the bells and whistles. And so the other thing I've learned is you have to be yourself, you yeah, have to be authentic, yeah. and, and it's your voice, and your voice is different from everyone else's, so you have to be confident in yeah. that, not try and do things like yeah. other people do. Yeah. So not only accept people as they are, but come as you are too. Exactly, Danny. yeah. But can I share something actually with sure. that? And it was quite interesting, I was talking to Adam Wallace a couple of weeks ago. Hi, Adam Wallace. Hello, Mr Wallace. <laughs> Hi, Adam. <laughs> And um, I was having a little moment, and it's just so interesting to hear you say that, Joan, because to me, you're, you're such a well-known and such a established author. And to hear your vulnerability and to share that, I think, is so important because I was saying to Adam, oh, you know, I wish I was like Jess Ratcliffe, like she's on, on social media, she's just amazing, her stuff's beautiful, she's got books all the time. And he just was really quite profound, and he said, you know, we always, it's good to have people that we look forward to and go I wish I was like that or I wish you know I can aspire to that but he said just take a moment and look where you are yeah. and look back and see who's looking at you the same yeah, way exactly, yeah. and it's really it's really powerful because um, it's so important we're so busy chasing what we think someone else is doing and we forget that you know the, the milestones that we've come across and, and, and you forget to enjoy your own you know, achievements as well yeah, yeah. because it is always so fast-paced what's the next thing what's the next what's thing next, what's next. it's important to just stop and go wow i did this thing and i should be proud of it for five minutes <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly and, and also too, to be proud of it for yourself because yeah. i mean yeah. uh, you know i've got people oh, well, i'll go and have, have a few drinks or yeah. go, i mean have coffees and um lemonade. lemonade and um but it's it's kind of really about you actually mm. kind of going to yourself wow i really got yeah. that you know i think we should reflect and go because i think we're very hard on ourselves as human beings oh gosh well you don't do this and you don't do that and i think we don't do enough of hey i did this i achieved this well yeah. done me yeah. you know that kind of because we're, we're very we're very quick to criticize ourselves I well think. we're also our own boss we've got to yeah. keep moving and i think that's where those friendships come in and they go hey just a second Stop. did you just like watch a book last <laughs> week and you've got another one coming out yeah. so I think that's important having Absolutely. those friendships around. Yeah. And well. this too, this is a, a pure celebration, Sydney Artists mm. Festival Family Day of the Kitlid community and all the beautiful books that we have on the table out there. Yeah. So that's really oh, such a beautiful too. reflection, isn't yeah. it? It is, it is. Uh, Serena, yes. like I said, impressive, 70 books. What have you learnt? Um, don't say yes to everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still learning that. <laughs> and that's interesting as an illustrator too because yeah. I can see like in your early days you would feel you had to say yes to it but that's wouldn't right. you when yeah. and if it's not something that you're really responding to whatever it's not going to be your best work no. and you're also not going to enjoy it and the thing about being an illustrator is it's a long time you've got to live with that story yes. isn't it it's yeah. not just yeah you know it's like it is a it's a long process yeah um someone said to me just before you spoke um that you have to start saying well people not me necessarily have to start saying no to things mm. and I was like I say yeah, I think I say yes to it well it's like, interesting you know, everything they ask yeah. you know talks and stuff yeah I had this conversation I said that on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> no I was well I had a conversation at the Arby's on Thursday night with Reese Carter and I said you know I have cut back on the podcast a little bit so I've got time to create myself mm. and he said but when you say no to other people you say yes to yourself yeah 
And I thought, wow, how simple is that? But yeah. how often do we not do that? Yeah, but it's because as if you live in a freelance world, which mm. we all do, mm. I mean, there's that sort of little thought at the back of your head. Is if, Must I say, if I say no to this, you know, they're not going to... Um, you know, do anything. Oh no, here comes Adrian oh, Beck. What's going on here? Guest, Adrian Beck. Well, Words and Nerds podcast has been here all day. Yes. And I haven't had a chance to say a There's word. There's a camera. Come and say hello. Come oh, hello. Yeah. Hello, Jane Serena. And what's your name? Don't worry about it. Okay. We've never met. And don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was this? Was, did I get you in the middle of a serious jump conversation? Yeah, we Adrian. were just talking about the life. A selfie. So jump Death, over. Marriage. Life. Deep marriage. It's not normally <laughs> the, the topics. <laughs> you often do selfies live on air? Yeah. yeah. We can kind of do whatever. I feel like I'm squashing it. We can kind of do whatever we want. Now, I think our conversation came to a natural end. Yeah. Um, well, please thank uh, Jane Godwin. <laughs> right. Serena, going to no, keep going. Forever, okay? Do we have a question for Adrian? Question for me? No. I do the question around here. Oh, do you have a question for Serena and Jane? I have a question for Jane. What's your favourite thing about coming to festivals? Oh, I've already answered that question. Mm. You obviously weren't again. listening to the podcast. Yeah. No, yeah, where were you? You were getting someone out there. shooting something into your mouth. Probably. That is true. What's your least favourite thing about this? <laughs> when uh, people come and like, um, yeah, gate crash a live broadcast. Yeah, that sucks. We have a question for you. How do you catch those marshmallows in your mouth? Yeah, I don't know. You could tell me. Is that just a skill? Because it hit me right on the lip. It bounced out. Like that? No, I just said, oh dear, and then I wandered off sort of depressed. It wasn't the three Second yeah, I should have. I should have taken. This you should have gotten on the ground and picked it up with your mouth. I should have. You should have. Uh, next You've time. got a lot to learn about festivals. Next time, you? I do. We're going to wrap this episode up now. Thank you so much, <laughs> Serena, Jane, and I'm not yeah, sure just got here. if I'm thanking you, you or not, up. Adrian. <laughs> thank you so much for crashing the podcast, but thank you so much for yeah. everything you do for this. Thank you. Thanks, Jane. Thank you. And me. <laughs>